So here we are in a moment of our new series, Faith. I love the word faith because we can pull this apart, which we will in this, this month. Uh, it's one of my things I'd like to speak about. You know, I mean, we should all be speaking about faith, but not just speaking about it, but like I said, doing it. You know, each one of you have a testimony here, that moment when you entered that faith zone, when you received Christ. Can you remember that day, that testimony, when things changed? I still remember it. I still remember it when I found Christ. It was like, at last, I have some truth. At last, I have the answers to life. Because for me, it was very much same, same every day. But then when I found Christ, it became, the day was pretty much the same, same, but it became different. And we did a series called that one time, same, same, but different. I learned that from Vietnam. Uh, they say, when you try to buy something and they say, oh, it's this much. And I say, oh, I can get it cheaper somewhere else. Oh, no, different. Same, same, same but different. <laughs> and, uh, but I want to say your day may be the same as what you do, but it's different because you're carrying something within you. When Christ enters you, it's different. You walk with a whole new confidence, a whole new passion. But that sometimes can wane a little bit when you lose contact with the one who gives us that power. You know, we start to see things differently. And I've shared this before, you know, how I would see things before Christ and how I saw things after Christ. It's like you get this little voice, no, Ian, you're a new creation. No more thinking like that. (laughs) You can't do that. Uh, You know, and you go, oh, but that was fun, you know. And no, 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 you are now a transformed person. See, that's part of the the changing part of uh, when you give your life to Christ is that your mind is renewed. You're a new creation. You've been born again. It all changes everything. The power of gospel comes alive in you. So we want to, sorry, I want to look this morning and uh, at a verse, just a short verse, Hebrews 10, 38, if you've got that in your Bibles. And it's good to Follow the word. I mean, we've all got electronic devices, and sure enough, I do that because I find my phone fits in my pocket. I have a tendency to leave my Bibles everywhere, and I'm forever buying them. So I thought, I'll just do this. And uh, so it's probably all these free Bibles out there. (laughs) Uh, Well, somebody gave me a free Bible, so I don't mind giving it to somebody else. That's all good. Hebrews 10.38 says this, Now the just shall act my soul, shall have no pleasure in him. The just shall live by faith. So here is the word of God saying, this is your new life. This is the way you now live by faith. Forget the old stuff, how you used to live by the ways of the world, pressures by people. It's now by Christ. This is how you live. Your mind has been renewed. You live by faith in him, not faith in anything. Some people like that. It's just faith in anything. I just hope something happens today. You know, I just hope, you know, people go. That's why people go to things like horoscopes. I mean, it should tell you something in the word itself, horror. And, um, and the scope is of horror. And, you know, you, English words have meanings. And I think that's pretty clear there. We don't go to things like that. You know, it's just the wrong place ahead. But many people do because they're looking for something, some hope, some answers or whatever, rather than going to the one who has all the answers. That's Jesus. And that's our stepping out in faith. 
Now, on the 15th of October, 1931, sorry, not 31, sorry, 15th, I've got this wrong here. <laughs> sorry, on October the 31st, 1517, a, a man called Martin Luther went to the Catholic Church and nailed on their door his 95 theses of things that he saw the Catholic Church wasn't doing. Everyone knows that in history? If you haven't, that's fine. He had seen what was happening within the Catholic Church. You had the priests speaking in Latin, and nobody could understand a word of it because not many were trained in that language. And then the priests would actually translate what he was saying. So he, but Martin Luther could actually understand uh, Latin. And he's going, hang on, that's not what the word says. Hello, what's he trying to get away with here? And he, so he started writing up these things. He had 95 of them, nails them to the door. And it was, it was kind of like one of those Pauline Hanson moments. Please explain. <laughs> and, uh, and it was that moment, you know what the response of the church was? Oh, sure, let's have a look. Let's go, let's sit down. Let's, ha- let's get together. Come on, let's, let's all sit down, the whole congregation. Let's go through these things and see how we line up. No, it wasn't that at all. You know what the response was from, uh, what was his name, Pope Leo? I think it was the 10th. Excommunicate him. We have nothing to do with this man. You know, in your life, when you stand up for truth, when you stand up for faith, even religious people will come after you. You're going to find this. You're going to find they are the worst, in fact. They are the worst. I've, I found religious people are just, they do my head in. I go, how can you talk the language of God, but you don't live the language of God? You're Pharisees, you're Sadducees, you're, you're those kind of people. We need to understand our faith is founded in Jesus and his word and by living it out each day. Um, Martin Luther said this, uh, he put it down to three things in what we call the Reformation. He reformed all things. Today, because we had the Catholic Church, Roman Catholic means the universal church of Rome. And uh, from there, from that break off, all the Protestant movements started and we would be part come under that as well. So um, Protestants and Catholics, that's where the split came. But he said this, he said, these are the three things that summarize really what I believe here. He says, by faith alone, by grace alone, and by scripture alone. Three things he stood on because he saw the Catholic church steering them into works. You must do this, do what I tell you. And it was all by works. And he says, not by works. It's by faith. And we need to understand it's by faith. When people try to earn their way into heaven, it's never going to work. You cannot earn your way into heaven. It's by receiving what Christ has already done on the cross, receiving that by faith, that is your entry ticket into heaven. Too many people are out there. And that's why we have so many cults deceiving people. You've got the Jehovah's Witnesses door knocking because they think they have to earn their way into heaven. Like, if I keep doing this, I'll do another door, do another. I'm getting points here. You know, God's going to be really pleased with me. But they have understood the whole thing of faith. By faith. By faith. You know, faith is uh, what we're called to live by. We're not called to live by fear. How many people live by fear? Live by faith. You know, as soon as you get that fear, go, no, God has not given me a spirit of fear. You've got to switch that off and switch on faith. Now, God's given me a spirit of power, 
love and a sound mind. I'm going to stand on his word. I'm going to stand in the word of God by his power, by faith. That's what it means. You start declaring. When you feel this pressure coming upon you, it's time to open your mouth and speak back at it. Push it back. Doesn't live here, man. Can't touch this. Yeah. So (laughs) so, I know there's a song in my mind at the moment. Uh, I think you might be familiar. Can't touch this. Sorry. Um, So living by faith is the mark of the just. We know who the ones are justified by their belief in Christ. There's there's something you carry. You should be able to kind of almost spot the Christians because of the way they carry themselves, the way they engage, the way they speak. They don't use another tongue called swearing. (laughs) They use a godly tongue. It's a complete different thing. You know, we need to understand that our faith, we have moments, don't we? We have moments where we're sometimes strong as a lion. Yeah, I can believe God for everything. And the next morning, it's like things have gone wrong. You feel deflated and the level of faith dropped. We need to actually talk into that situation. You know, when I've got to that low point, I go, nah, I'm not going to accept that because that's what the devil does. The devil tries to whisper in your ear, how's your faith today, Ian? <laughs> and I can... <laughs> That sounds very seductive, doesn't it? <laughs> and I'll go, it's as strong as ever, devil. You know, I'll just come back. You've got to actually fight the devil. You've got to stand against it. It says, stand firm and he shall flee. Remember, don't wibbly wobbly and just sit there in a, like a jelly mess and allow him to put his pressure on you. You take it off and you just tell him where to go, basically. Uh, <laughs> and not in a nice way. <laughs> I usually say it in a nice way, but not in this case. Um, maintain your faith. You've got to maintain your faith because it does leak. You know, you know that leaks. It sort of leaks. It's like I've got to maintain my garden. I've got... I'm very good. I'm a good gardener, but only in a specialty area. I specialize in one field of growing some great things. They're called weeds. (laughs) But if I don't maintain my garden, those weeds will take over the little things I put in. I've not had much success with plants. I had a dog that used to rip them out. I remember putting a a vine in one time, and I was really happy. This is my first plant, you know. Read the instructions, put in the ground, yeah, do this, do I had no clue. And fertilized it, it was all good. <clears throat> Come home the next day, look to see if it's done anything. Yeah, not that you expect much in a day, but I did. And it's gone. <laughs> it's been raptured. It was like, it was just one of those moments. And I'm looking in the back garden, I find it at the back garden. My dog had ripped it out. But I thought, there's still hope. There's still hope. I've heard you can just stick it in the ground again. Put it back in the ground. Faith. I'm acting in faith here. Stick it in the ground. Put a bit of wire around. It's all good. Next day, come home. He's got past the wire. He's ripped it out again. <laughs> actually, the funniest video we have is Ashley who's playing guitar. She was doing um, some online stuff for the youth, an exercise class, so they could follow her online. And she had no idea the new tree I just planted in our back garden. My dog was starting to you know, nip at it. And all she's yanking it. And while she's doing this video, like this, and everyone in the back can see him. She's got no clue. And everybody's lives going, your dog, your dog, look at your dog. He ripped the whole tree out. <laughs> but, you know, that could be a bad situation, but you can turn it around for good and go, okay, it's happened. 
But by faith, I'm just going to continue on. I'm not going to allow that discount me. There's moments where you're going to have times that are awkward, that don't feel right. You just got to push through anyway, because it's your belief, it's your faith that keeps you moving. It's your faith that dictates what you believe and what you don't believe. I was talking to a young couple. Uh, they want to get married about this. I said, faith is so important. Because imagine if you have no faith, no belief system. That means everything is open. You know, you don't, don't have any morals. You, you can just do whatever you like kind of thing. And it's, but it's the faith, it's the uh, morals, it's all that God has put together that keeps us in a straight line, keeps us going in the right way. So we need to be in a place where we actually grow our faith. We grow, how do we grow our faith? We've got to grow our faith in reading the Word. We need to step out and pray. You know, praying is one of the easiest things to do, but one of the hardest things to do for some people. And that's where confidence comes in. You know, because, I mean, look, I've been in rooms with leaders, pastors and that, and the person who's speaking says, oh, okay, who wants to pray? And there's this silence like, He's going to do it, yeah. <laughs> and rather than just say, I'll do it, you know, it's just like there's this hesitant thing. And wouldn't it be good if we just go, no, me, me, oh, we'll all do it, you know. <laughs> Let's all do it. Let's all engage. Because what you're actually doing is stepping out and growing your faith. You're nurturing it. You're nurturing it. So it's so easy. Well, last night I was in a meeting with ACL and Martin, oh, sorry, uh, Martin was there. Chris Brohia just said, Ian, could you just pray? Bang. I didn't have to go, oh, 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 is there someone else here? Uh, why me? You know, it was, like, <laughs> um, it was just straight away, bang. It just comes out your mouth because you have trained yourself in those ways. Your faith is activated. You just move ahead in those things. And that's where we got to be. We got to be training ourselves. You're in training. You're in training. You're reading the word. That word gets in you and you live out of that word. It gives you faith to believe. We go, wow, Jesus did this. And he says, greater things shall I do. Wow, that means I'm going to have a go. It should be that simple, very simple. It's not like, oh, yeah, that was back then when Jesus was on the earth. It doesn't happen today. I've heard churches say that. You know, the Acts was, oh, it doesn't happen today. No, I'm, I'm telling you, it does happen today. I've seen it. I've seen demons cast out. I've seen healings. I've seen all these things, and we just got to believe. Jesus said, if only you believe. So it's dependent on you. Jesus asked a lot of questions. He says, what is it you'll have me do for you? He knows already. You know, Jesus knows everything. But when he asks the question, he's looking for the level of faith. If they said, well, I don't think you... If they would have said, well, Jesus, I don't think there's anything you can do for me. There's no faith. But they says, I want to see. I want to hear. Whatever the situation was at the time. They're declaring it. And so they have a belief in that. They have a belief. And that faith is the power that sets up the atmosphere for healing to take place. It says in uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 21 uh, through to 22. <clears throat> now, this is Peter uh, gone past the fig tree that Jesus had cursed. Jesus cursed a fig tree, bleh, and it, it's all like shriveled up. And Peter says, remembering, he said to Rabbi, behold, the fig tree which you curse has withered away as they walk past. And answering, Jesus said to them, have faith of God. Have faith of God. In other words, he's saying, if you had the faith of God, you'd see these things happen too. Now, there's an interesting English word. You know, my translation says of. Who's got in in their translation? Yes, yeah, some say in. Now, when I got my translation, I thought, this is interesting because I start seeing the word of God, not in God. And 
And I'm trying to work this through in my head. What's the difference between in God and of God? And this is the best I can think of. Now, you may have other thoughts, but I just felt that when you say I have faith in God, it's like, God, you can do it. Like, yeah, I believe that. But when you have faith of God, it's in you. You're carrying that faith. I, I'm stepping forward in the power of God because it's of, of God. God's in me. God's with me. Rather than God being distanced over there in, oh, yeah, he over there can do it. Now, I've recognized I've got the power of God in me. I can do it. If you know, does that make sense? And I think that's what we got to understand. Jesus has given us power and authority of God. We carry that. So we need to release it in faith. So we come to the blind man. We would pray that. Now, that's one of the scariest things. I remember a young uh, lad here, and uh, we were praying for healing. And I said to him, uh, just sense what God's doing. He goes, well, there was a blind man in our congregation that day. And he says, I just really feel like I've got to pray for him. And I said, okay, that's a good one. I said, uh, go for it. And um, he, he did. He prayed. Now, I don't know what happened out of that, but I thought it was great that he was willing to step forward in faith because that's a big one. You know, people will go like, oh, I've got a sore finger. Can you pray for me? And go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's all right. He's a small finger, yeah. But when it's something big, somebody has, uh, is blind, whatever, it's like, whoa, I don't know if I can quite go there, you know, my Faith level is just shrinking right now. Uh, I think that, yeah, well, you know. And, and we, we sort of, we don't, we don't please God by doing that. We're never called to work out how the healing happens, how things go. We're called to actually lay hands on the sick and see them recover. That's our position. Whether it's right immediately, a bit later on, or whether it's in heaven, I don't know how that works totally. But I do know his word. So I'm praying and I'm believing for healing. I don't know how God's going to do that in that moment or whatever. I've seen it in the moment. I've seen it a bit later. And I believe ultimately in heaven too for those that have had terminal cancer. I've seen it just died, you know. But we should not give up on hope in those things. We should say, no, I will continue. I've seen healings and I've seen others where I haven't seen the result of it afterwards. And I haven't seen the person later to see if that's happened or not. But it doesn't change the fact that we listen to the Word of God, we speak the Word of God, we act on the Word of God, and we must have faith of God. Because it says, yeah, Hebrews eleven six. but without faith it is impossible to please Him, for he, come, for he who comes to God must believe that He is. So it's getting around these doubts, these fears, all this mixture that we carry inside us and move into a new zone called the God zone where you see what Jesus has done, you've seen, you understand his word, you've received it, it's in your heart, you carry it. So when a situation comes, you lay hands on it and you speak it. You don't have any hesitation from the mind going, oh, how's this going to work? Would God really do that? Oh, could God do that? Yes, God can. And that's where God gets pleased. God loves it. God's, God can do um, miracles. Remember that. We say that, but then in those moments, we forget that. We need to understand that God will do miracles. And of course, the great thing is, he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. We seek him as a rewarder. See, when we don't rely on him, we'll limit what God can do because God is relying on you. It's like these lights are all plugged into a PowerPoint, a source, a power. If we pull them out, we could stand there going, I wish those lights would work. I wish they just work but when we find the power source we plug in they work it's like your faith 
when you're not plugging in and believing God for anything, you just want things to happen, it's not going to happen. You've got to plug in by faith. And you've got to say, I'm plugging into you, God, right now. And I believe you can do this. Speak out the words of confidence. Uh, you know, proclaim it. And when you sense that the, the God is doing something, you change your prayer to start thanking God because that even increases your confidence and faith. When you're starting to thank God for doing something, when you haven't actually seen the evidence yet, but you know inside you, he's going to, that is the greatest level of faith. It's like the centurion in the Bible. Jesus says, no greater faith have I seen this. You know, the centurion just said, send the word, just say the word, I don't know. Uh, you know, be healed. So you, you've got to understand faith is released by, it's not just a knowledge of under, trying to understand it as in your belief in God, that God is in you. Greater is he that is in you. And we need to allow that to happen. And we can't allow faith to leak because faith does leak. We've got to know that where that faith uh, comes from. So Hebrews 10.38 again. Now the just shall live by faith. That means we are on the front foot. We're not on the back foot. You know, when you've got faith, you're, at, you're leading something. You're stepping out. We saw the video of uh, Sean Freud the other week. Okay, is that how he said Freud? Freud. <laughs> um, he's just going out on faith. God put a, something in his heart to just go out there. And people, th people thought he was crazy going amongst the, the Antifa people and all those crazies that were damaging things. But it was by faith. And we saw the works of that, people being saved, people being baptized, people being set free. And that's that song we sang this morning, of course, set, get free, get free. Uh, is that the words? Yeah. I make words up sometimes. <laughs> but we're on the front foot, not the back foot. If you have faith, you're, uh, this is why I love Smith Wigglesworth. Smith Wigglesworth one of my heroes of the faith. I just love him. He was an eccentric, probably a bit like me, <laughs> um, different. And, uh, and I like different people because different people don't care what people think. You know, I don't care what people think. People said things to me right in my face. I go, oh, I'm sorry, you feel that way. And uh, <laughs> I'm happy with me. So you've got to have that confidence. But Smith Wigglesworth would always be, like he said, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm moved by what I believe. That's what faith is, is being moved by what you believe. So it doesn't matter what's happening out here. You know, World War III could be taking place. No, it's, it's all right. I know what's in here because I've read what's in there, as in the Bible. And when we live from that, that's where our faith is released. That's where our faith gets to work. When we start understanding his word, go, okay, Jesus said this. Look, we need to get back to very simple things. Let's not get complex with the whole faith issue. I always go back to being a young Christian. It's very simple. Very simple for me as a young Christian. I had a Bible with the red letters in it. You know, some, some of you may have Bibles with... When Jesus speaks, it's red. And, uh, and uh, so that was very important to me because, you know, not being the best of readers, I'd, I'd read through it all and I try, I'm all learning as a new Christian, but suddenly there's this red letter. I've got to read this. This is Jesus now. You know, Jesus was saying this. And Jesus said, you can do all things, you know, and things like this. I, I believe it. So I take that away. That, that is now downloaded from my brain into my heart i can do all things through christ who strengthens me you know well paul said that actually but um you know you start carrying that so when you come against a situation which you've never encountered before you have to go to the word of god that releases that faith you know i've been in some pretty scary moments uh, first time we went to uh, Myanmar on a missions trip not expecting like how that was going to look because the previous one i've been on to was in 
Papua New Guinea. A few of us went there. Small little church. Everything's good. My first kind of mission trip. And I thought, wow, this is kind of what it looks like then, isn't it? Just a small little, oh, this is good. I can, this is good. Well, um, we had a big schedule written up for us because I said, give me some sort of idea because I don't know how, who I'm talking to, when, whatever. We went for about 14 days on the first time. And all these uh, Bible colleges they wanted us to speak in and do all these things. And we, wow, I've never done this before. This is pretty far out. And, um, and he goes, right, okay, we're going to a church tomorrow. And it was just a name. We go, okay, that's cool. I'm in my mind thinking a small church kind of thing and all this. And he says to me, oh, they've got a church of, well, currently it's about 4,500 people. I said, what? Do you, <laughs> do you say 4,500 people and you want me to speak there tomorrow and they don't even speak English? And I'm going like, there's that moment, you know, that moment like, how the heck am I going to do this? Far out, this is going to be, oh, I've never spoken in front of that many people. It's like you have that and all of a sudden you get released from your heart. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. His face suddenly steps up. I go, okay, I'm going to do this. I don't know how. Because <laughs> I hadn't done much work with an interpreter. But that's what I mean. It's, it's what's in here suddenly comes out in those tough times. No, I'm going to make a stand. You know, I'm going to make a stand because what faith is, faith being released. And so uh, I did it, and I did it. And uh, I, I don't know how I did it, but I did it. <laughs> and uh, you know, when you sort of come out there on the platform, and uh, that day there was about a thousand because they have to have several services. There was a thousand people, and they go, "Hi!" <laughs> and uh, it was a scary moment because uh, I, you know, I tend to go to do a bit of humour just to get myself in the flow of things. And so I cracked this joke because I just come down from the mountains, and they all understood what the mountain ride was like. It was really bumpy, and and I said this guy was so fast. I thought we were going to go off the cliff, and uh, and um, and we were like feeling really sick, you know, when you're around the band, because we were running late for a meeting. And, uh, and I said, I just, I said, I was, you know, you think I'm white now, I said. I was a lot whiter then, you know, and because they're all brown skinned and that. And I go, you want to see what white is? You know, you think this is white? And there's no, no nobody laughed. I went, huh, oh, that was a fizzer. <laughs> and then two seconds later, the interpreter's interpreter, uh, I'm just moving on. And then so everyone starts laughing. I go, well, what did you say that was funny? That, he said, I just repeated what you said in their language. Oh, okay, right, that's fine. <laughs> so, uh, but you've got to be able to activate that faith and do that at that time. For Ephesians 2.8, for by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is the gift of God. So it's the gift of God. It's the gift of God you carry. So you've got to operate that gift. You know, it's like being presented something. You know, if someone gave me a box with an electric scoop, scooter in there, and I go, oh, thanks, that's cool, but I don't use it. It's no use, is it? I mean, it'd be great in this building. <laughs> I often thought about that. But anyway, um, the gift of God needs to be released. The gift of God that is placed in you needs to be released. And that is released by faith. Faith. Faith is, in its context of the understanding, means that you've got to a place now, God has said it, I have read it, I now believe it. It's that simple. So faith, you know, is not wishy-washy, hopeful, you know, because you get people like that. People, faith sometimes is a case of like, they only go to that place in times of trouble. Like they try to live life, yeah, I've got this, I've got that, you know, it's all good. In times of trouble, that's 
when their last resort, that's where they'll go, well, I've got nothing left. I've just got to go to God in faith and see if we... No, that should be your first place you go to. It's your first place. They use it as in like a... You know, have you ever seen a wall of these glass little things in buildings in case of fire, break glass and push that? People carry their life a bit like that. No, I've got it. I've got it. I don't need that. No, that's fine. But when it gets so low in their life, they've got nowhere to turn, then they, that's the last thing they do. They break the glass, push the button, say, God, I need you. And some of you this morning may be in that place. I want to tell you, it's time to rise up. It's never too late to stop. It doesn't matter how old or young you are, you can activate that faith. I've seen young people laying hands on the sick being healed. I've seen old people laying hands on the sick being healed. So age is not a barrier. You know, can't say, well, yeah, when I was younger, perhaps I could have done that. No, it's about faith. It's not about your age. It's not about what you believe. It's about what you put your trust in and hope in and believe in Him, not on your own understanding, as it says. So this morning, I want to ask you, where is your faith level? And I'm not going to ask you to answer that, but in your own mind, I want you to think about that. If you scored yourself out of a 10, where would you be? 10 being mine's the highest it's ever been. One, it's not existent. Where is it? Because there's always room to move. And for some of you, you got to gauge by last year as well. Because you've got, if you want to know if you are growing in faith, you've got to look back. What was it like last year? What, how was I traveling then? Did I go down or did I go up in faith? Because I want to pick up from then and continue forward. Because we are not those that shrink back. We are those that are going forward. We need to step out in faith. We need to believe. God will, look, God goes on the journey with you. He's just waiting for you to take that step. It's like that first step is always the hardest. Like, what if? Stop going, what if? If God has called you, take that step. And, and I'm telling you, when you take that step, God takes one with you. It's like, God's with me. I'm not on my own. I'm going to take another one. Wow, God's still with me. I'll take another one. God's still with me. I'm going to take another one. This is how he goes. But you must take the step first because that is faith. He's not going to go, well, here I am. I'm way ahead of you. Come, come, it's fine. Then it won't require faith because you can see him. You, can, you, you know it's all set up for you. He wants to know that you trust him. Trust is a factor. God tests you with things. God trusts you with things. If you're going to grow, you've got to come out of your bubble. You've got to let that bubble burst. Your comfort zone. Everybody has a comfort zone, don't we? We're all going, hmm. I'm not telling you it's too comfortable to talk about. <laughs> we have this comfortable zone where we go, look, I read my Bible, I pray, and I believe, and I release people to go do those things. <laughs> hey, why don't you release yourself to do some things? Why don't you release yourself say, hey, you know, there's that song, what about me? It isn't fair. Hey, what about you? Think about you, what God has called you to. Think about what God has placed in you this morning. Greater is he that is in you than he is in the world. Start script, quoting scripture where you go. You are more than a lion. You are powerful in his name. You are the head. You are not the tail. Start declaring it in the atmosphere. Don't let the devil's oppression come upon you, but break it in Jesus' name. Break it off in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, you live a different life. When you're not fearful of anything, not worried about anything. 
you know, that's, that's the life we're called to. Why are you worried about something? If you've got a belief in a God that can supply your every need, why are you worrying then? Why are you so concerned? Why are you fearful of, of the unknown? Why are you fearful when your God has given you assurance many times over in the, in the books of his Bible, all the Bible books? It says, you know, be not afraid. I am your God. I am for you. You need to get that into you. I am for you. I'm not against you. God is not fighting against you. He's not. See, some of us have had some bad experiences in our, perhaps at school. Anyone have bad experiences at school with the headmaster? Or was it just me? <laughs> Everyone had their favorite desk. I didn't get to choose. My mind was next to the teacher. <laughs> but the thing is, we sometimes see God like that like that headmaster. Every time I go to the headmaster's thing, I know I'm in trouble. And uh, so we sometimes think that with God. Oh, God, if I get to, uh, you're going to point out all these things that are wrong with me. And uh, God's not like that. He's an encourager. He loves you. He thinks the best of you. He's looking down and goes, that's my child. You watch what they're going to do for me. You, oh, you got no idea what they're going to do. They've, I can see their faith build. It's just a matter of time. They're going to get up and they're going to use that faith. And the devil's going to run. The devil's going to hide. He's going to go, oh my goodness. They've realized the power that's in them is greater than me. We need to live from that place this morning. Come on, people. Let's get excited. Let's start live like that. When you're at work, this is God's place. I carry God. Yeah, greater is He is in me. I'm taking control here. Don't let the circumstances control you in the atmosphere I'm not talking about telling your boss what to do I'm just talking about as in the atmosphere <laughs> All right, people will be drawn to you people will come to you they, they just get drawn because when you release power by faith you know just people just start coming to you they just start talking to you you know we, we, we get this all the time I don't know some people I just sit on the bus and somebody wants to sit next to me there's all these other seats and I go why do you go somewhere else <laughs> that's what you feel like sometimes you just want to chill out but I go, okay, God goes, no, no, you're on assignment. You're on assignment. Everything's an assignment. And uh, so you just talk to them friendly. And that's all they need. Sometimes people just need to have someone speak to them. It doesn't mean you go out. Every venture is a, a moment of salvation, but it could be. But God tells, Jesus tells us to reach out to others, show the love of God and let them respond to that. So faith needs to be released in each one of us this morning. And I'm just going to pray first of all because that faith journey starts with receiving Him, the one who gives us that faith. You can't go out on your own little mission without Christ. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that do that. There's a lot of things that I've noticed in our world, a lot of different things uh, we're facing. And there's a lot of good groups that try and do good causes, but they don't have God on, in their team. They're just doing it in their own strength. And, I, and it's sad because they can only go so far. But however, with us having God in us, we can go the extra mile. We can break through. We can do things that they can't because God goes before us. And we need to know that God goes before us. So we need to start that journey this morning. If you haven't started that journey of faith, it starts your faith in something. And that something is Jesus Christ who died on the cross to pay for your sins. And you'd be released to be an agent for Him. You are an agent of Christ. <laughs> Not a secret agent, okay? Just an agent so the world can see you. So I just want to pray this morning if everyone want to close your eyes and bow your head this moment. Father, I pray this morning for those who have not received faith in Jesus Christ. 
those that have not received Him as Lord and Savior. They do not know what it means to have your sins forgiven, to be set free, totally free, knowing that there is a God who loves them and cares for them and demonstrated in this, that while the world was sinning, you died in our place. And God, right now, I just pray for those who have never received Jesus as Lord and Savior um, and feel that tug into the heart this morning, I need to get right with God. If that's you right now, just raise your hand. I want to pray for you. I want to believe that God will come in. I see that hand. Thank you. You can put that down again. Amen. This is the moment, the challenging moment. Jesus talks to you. He will not force you. By His Spirit, He will just speak to you. He says, you need to receive Christ. You need to have your sins forgiven. You need to walk in the power and faith of Him. If that's you, just raise your hand. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Look, in a meeting like this, I don't want you to leave going, wow, you know, that was challenging, whatever. But I want you to leave full of power. I want you to be raised in the levels of your faith this morning. So if you're feeling a little bit low in your faith, don't worry, we all suffer this. It's not saying like, oh, we're perfect. I go up and down. I like, you know, you ride the waves like a surfer and all of a sudden you get dumped every so often, but you get back up on your board. If that's you this morning, you feel a bit low in your faith. I want you to, we're going to invite you to stand in a minute. I want you to come forward and just stand and say, just receive in His presence. Say, God, I need more faith. And I'm just going to pray for you as you, as you do. So let's just everyone stand right now. As the band plays, if you just say, God, yeah, I want more. I want more. I'm not satisfied. When I was a new Christian, I read a little bit. I, go, I know there's more. There's a whole big book here. And, and as I read, there's more. I want that. 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 You've got to be hungry for the Word of God. You've got to be hungry be filled with His presence to launch out in faith. So if that's you this morning as a band place, just come forward. Just raise your hands and declare to God. You don't have to declare it to anyone else. Say, God, I want more of you. I want faith to reach that uh, lost friend of mine. I want faith to do this. I want faith to do that. Start declaring what you want faith for. Make a stand. And we're going to see God come through with a breakthrough moment.